of the living geek. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 122 of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. We are going to talk about PWG Monday Night Raw, SmackDown Live, 205 Live, NXT, and we're going to preview Payback, possibly. I don't know. We'll see. My name is John, and joining me, as always, is the Travis Banks to my TK Cooper. Hi. Marianne. Hello. Hello, we are in the same room again. We are. We did it. Back at it, man. We did it. Here we are. We did it. Um, clearly, we didn't record last week. And spoiler yes. alert, we won't be recording next week either because I won't be in town. So we're we have just suddenly up and had lives. It's yeah. very weird. It's a strange thing. That's very, happening. very strange. Everyone's like, going to LA again. And I'm like, Yeah, man, is DragCon. Oh yeah, so, you're like, going you're doing yeah. that tomorrow, right? Yeah, I'm driving uh tomorrow, um, staying with Ernesto and then uh we're gonna go hang out at DragCon. And I was like, I swear to god, if RuPaul is not skating around in roller skates this year like he was last year, I'm gonna be so upset. Are you when are you driving? Um, well, I'm hopefully going to be able to borrow my mom's car and go down. Ernesto doesn't get off work until later in the day. Oh, okay. So I don't have to leave until later. Nice. But, um, which is good because then I can get some stuff ready. But I mean, I have him going as Boy George, which is sick. Sweet. Yeah, because I, I don't know why I didn't think of that. I was like, oh my God, I could just be Boy George. Yeah. And I got the whole outfit and everything together. I just need to get all the freaky hair things. And I had asked, um, Victoria, if she, I was like, Ernesto does Victoria and Shandell know how to braid. Those are Ernesto's roommates. But, and Shandell was like, I don't, I haven't, I haven't braided hair since forever. So I'm just like, it'll just be a hair braiding party. Yeah. Cause I have to cover my head in braids basically. So nice. That'll be fun. Pictures to come soon. Sweet. I'm going to look crazy. <laughs> but what better place, right. honestly? Exactly. So, And then you're going to Disneyland next weekend? I am. I'm going yes. to Disneyland for my birthday. It should be a hoot. Did you hear about the Johnny Depp doing that thing I, again? I did. I'm very upset. Yeah, Keith. Mainly because we were both there. Yeah. Well, Like I literally was, the day before. Yeah. Like a couple of days before. So Yeah. I had, I had told Keith about it when we were on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. I was like, oh, yeah, Johnny Depp did this thing where he was li- literally on the ride. Yeah. And he messaged me the day that somebody took a video of it. And I went, God damn it. Like. Yeah. Yesterday, apparently. Just walking around on the ride. I was like, dude, if I was him, I'd just be like, I won't do that today. <laughs> but then again, I would live on that ride. Yeah, definitely. John went to Disneyland just to go on that ride true story basically yeah i was there for an hour on sunday yeah he texted me and he was no, like I'm i sorry, feel like on saturday yeah you weren't even there for an hour though were you i was there for 52 minutes if we're being exact dude he was like i feel like going on the pirate ride and he straight up just walked in got went to the pirate ride bought something for his nephew and then left yep <laughs> literally in the time it took me to get from the end to the beginning of the peter pan ride <laughs> yeah well i mean i don't i don't know why you're surprised i'm not i'm not that's why we saved it till last um, but PWG. Yeah, let's talk about PWG Game Over Man. We both attended. Yes. It was a uh a fantastic time. Yes, it was. I had uh I have all the matches here. I don't know if you want to talk about the matches. Of or course if, I uh... do. Of course I do. So we opened the show with uh Leo Rush taking on Ray Phoenix. This match was Bonkers. Insane. Uh, Leo Rush died 14 times in this match. Again, because he did that last time, too. Uh, Ray Phoenix did a double stomp off the top rope onto uh, Rush's back, and he took the move rather... It it looked very painful, and yeah. we all thought he died. Yeah, but didn't, what was the one on the apron? He It was... Um, the Spanish fly. He, it was, it was Spanish fly onto the apron. Bonkers. Lots of apron moves. It I was forget. bonkers. I think I screamed. He killed him or something like that. It was. It was. He. Yeah. 
bump And I feel everywhere. like that was after the double stomp. And then it was. after the double stomp was the stiffest super kick I've seen. Ever. And it busted Leo Suck open. Suck it, Young Bucks. Leo ended up winning, though. Uh, Thank this God. This match was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it a lot. I, yeah. I love Ray Phoenix. I love Leo Rush. I think they're both great. And this was a, a fun match to see live. Yeah. I remember um, uh, I was like, dude, you can't even see Leo Rush come out. Yeah. Because like, he's so tiny. He is so tiny. You don't see him yeah. until he gets in the ring. And even then, you have to wait till he gets to your side of the ring. Yes, to see him. He is the smallest human being I've ever seen. He's super tiny. Jeez. Then we had Adam Cole taking on the Matthew Riddle. This match was it was it was good. I mean, it, it was, was pretty comedic good. for Adam Cole purposes. Yeah, it was it was fun to watch Adam Cole tap out and get kicked in the face a bunch. That yeah, was that was pretty fun. excellent. I almost lost my voice yelling at Adam Cole. What were you yelling at Adam Cole? Well, I was more yelling at Matthew Riddle to break his arm, just break it, just break it, wipe the smile off Adam Cole's face. Just break it. <laughs> Matthew Riddle wins via tap out. That was a fun match. Thank God. This next match, my goodness, uh, Big Lads Wrestling, Jeff Cobb taking on Keith Lee. Keith Lee. And I have a great Keith Lee story, which I will just tell right now. Yes, is excellent. So during intermission, I went up to Keith Lee and I was like, Keith. And he's like, what's up? And I was like, hey, man. I'm really glad you're getting booked all over the place now. I used to watch you in Inspire Pro. He's modest and hella nice, right? Yeah, he's yeah. so, so nice. And he was like, oh, thanks. And we just talked for a little bit. And I said, I want I want to buy a shirt and I want to take a picture. And he's like, cool. And I said, how much are shirts? And he said, 25. I was like, shit, I only have 20s. He was like... Because he didn't have change. And I was like, do you have change? And he said, no, I don't. And I went, uh, okay, can I just find you after? And he... And he said, I have to leave at intermission because he was flying to, I think it was Evolve or somewhere. He, said he, he did flying, that last time. So he was flying to New York and he said, dude, 20's fine. It was my bad. I didn't get changed beforehand. And I said, no. <laughs> and he was like, what? And I was like, I want to give you this $5. I'll figure something out. So I took the picture with him. He's super nice. His shirt is amazing. It's like a really cool shirt. It's huge on me, though. You can shrink it. Which is insane. If you can't shrink it, my mom can because she shrinks everything. <laughs> and after we took the picture, I said, do you have PayPal? And he laughed at me. And I said, you're getting this fucking $5. <laughs> and he was like, all right. And so I at replied him on Twitter and he gave me it and I sent him $6. <laughs> and he was super cool. I want to tell the Chuck Taylor story. Do you want to tell it at the end? Or? No, it's at the, it happened before the show even oh. happened. Oh, yes. Okay, go ahead. Or unless you want to tell no, it. No, no, no. Go ahead. So we're walking up. John and I had... Um, we were walking up afterwards, like later, and it just happened to be when uh, Chuck Taylor, Dustin, was pulling into the driveway in his perv rental van, white rental van, hella tinted windows, no license plate. It was taped to the window, um, and I looked at him, and we made eye contact. And what did what did I say? I said, "Nice." I, what did I say? "Nice rapist van, know. you pervert." And then I flipped him off, and he just stopped and looked at me, and he mean mugged me, and slowly rolled up the window while he was mean mugging me. Yeah, it was pretty great. That was that was before we had gotten in the line. It yeah. was. Uh, John was like, "What an excellent way." That was a great way to start off PWG. Was just that entire interaction. Yeah. He just he had stopped the car and was just staring slowly at me and slowly rolled up the window with that doofy frown on it. It was great. It was great. But uh, anyways. <laughs> Jeff Cobb ended up defeating Keith Lee. It was insane how these two just picked each other up. And, and didn't destroy the ring. And didn't break the ring, actually. That was yeah, my favorite Yeah, take that, part. Cody Rhodes. And next up, we had Michael Elgin taking on Kyle O'Reilly. It was originally supposed to be... Mark Haskins, but I guess due to things and stuff, he couldn't make it. So Kyle O'Reilly took his place. This match was actually a lot of fun. I'm not the biggest Kyle O'Reilly fan, but I really enjoyed this match. I thought they worked well together, and Michael Elgin comes out and tip. What? What? But what about um, Kyle O'Reilly as one of the boys? That was fine. I enjoyed that. That was excellent. <laughs> Next up, we have the Young Bucks taking on the debuting war machine ray row and hansen which was another interaction i had i was wearing yeah. a shirt that said cool suplex bro 
And I noticed that Ray Rowe just kept looking at me. This was before the show. He just kept looking in my direction. Which is terrifying because they're terrifying. And I (laughs) sat down at one point because I was just, you know, just sitting down. And I hear, hey, man. And I look up and it's Ray Rowe. And he's like coming towards me. And I'm like, what did I do? (laughs) And he said, whose shirt is that? And I said, what? And he's like, whose shirt are you wearing? And I looked at my shirt and went, oh, I actually don't know whose shirt this is. He said, yeah, because me and him, and he just, you know, nonchalantly points to his tag team partner, Hanson, is like, we were, we thought it was a Matt Riddle shirt, but he doesn't have that shirt. And I said, honestly, my friend gave me this shirt, and I don't know where it's from, but I eventually found out where it was from, and I, like, at replied them on Twitter. Really? Yeah, and they were like, ah, thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, fun interactions at PWG. This match was insane. It's, it's easy to have fun interactions yeah. there, because everything is so close. Definitely. Together. This match was really fun. Yes, I it was it a very, lot. very good. I liked how the Young Bucks played at the beginning that they didn't want anything. Neither one of them wanted to be in the ring. It was pretty great. It was a lot of fun. War Machine is just a fucking solid tag team. Matt and... was fucking tan as hell. <laughs> yes, he was. Like, I, I, I think it was Nick had tweeted once. He was like, I want to be so tan tomorrow that it doesn't even look good. <laughs> and I was like, well, one of you succeeded. They looked so tan. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So next up, we had a non-title match between Zack Sabre Jr. and the legendary Dick Togo. I rather enjoyed this match. I thought it was very good. It was great to see Dick Togo wrestle live. Meat tits Dick Togo. Yep, that's, that is a thing. Dude, those are some meat tits Trent would be jealous of, man. Um, Yeah, really enjoyed this match. It was a lot of fun. Zack Sabre Jr. wins. Uh, via roll-up and also flipping off the entire crowd while doing it. It was great. Yes, it was. In Main, terms of Zack Sabre Jr., yes. Main event time was a Reseda street fight. Sorry. I'm like gesturing if he has the button or not. <laughs> there. I'm going to play that noise. No! <laughs> uh, it was the villain Marty's Grohl taking on uh, Chuck Taylor. You just made the list. Oh, what a dreamboat. Such a dreamboat. What did you think of the match? He's such a dreamboat. Did you think the match was good? <sighs> yeah, actually, it was very good. It was very good. I feel like it had, it had again, this is the second match that he's done in PWG that has the perfect balance of both of the things that he's good at. Like, most of the time, he's known for being a comedy guy. Yeah. But he really held it down. I'm not biased. They both did. I'm, uh, I'm not biased. This match was uh, a lot of fun. They did a lot of crazy shit. He had, he had tacks in his head. Yeah. There were tacks and He brought out a little baggie. There was like, he pulled out a ladder. I knew there was going to be a ladder. Um, he put the trash can on top of Marty's head and then hit it with an umbrella. And I went, mm-hmm. oh, man. Yes. That is actually way more brutal than you would even think. But then he pulled out a little like birthday baggy thing because it was his birthday the next day mm-hmm. um, that said to Dustin, love Greg. Yeah. Happy birthday. And it was just a little birthday bag full of thumbtacks. Yeah, it was uh, It was a fun match. It was very fun. And there was like there was like baby powder involved. And then he was just blood everywhere. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was very good. It was I good enjoyed times. it a lot. It and a lot then at fun. the and then at the end, he picked up the mic and he was like. Hey guys, like really awkwardly into the mic. And he was like, well, I'm in about 20 minutes. I'll be 31. And I can't think of a better way than to spend it with all you. What did he say? I can't remember. I, it was funny. I can't think of a better way to. Uh, oh, yeah. I can't think of a better way to spend my 31st birthday when all with all you freaking lunatics and then got out of the room. <laughs> yeah. So all in all, a very good PWG show. Actually, tickets for the next show went on sale today, apparently. Yeah. I did not buy them. I did not either. That's fine. That's fine also. I looked at the card and I went, mm, no Chuck Taylor. So, mm, no. Yeah, card wasn't, card didn't look that, uh, stupendous. Didn't look that strong, if we're being honest. Yeah. Because Bulak's getting married, so Chuck Taylor's not going to be there. But Trent is. Yes. Trent will be there. Trent will be the highlight of that show. Just saying. Probably. I honestly didn't. I don't know who else is on the card. So you've never seen Trent wrestle still, huh? No. Oh my God. Get on that. It's great. (laughs) So let us move on to Monday Night Raw. 
We start out with the highlight reel, which um, then turns into Ms. TV. All hail. Which then turns into the Ambrose Asylum. Dude, Chris Jericho's new... His new graphics video, yeah. It looks like a fruit roll-up or or like Disco Fever Jericho. Okay. I, can... I don't know. How... Do you know what I mean? I... It was just the color yes, combination. Yes, I, I do know what you mean. It does and, look a little Yeah, weird. and then his Canadian started showing. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I did enjoy uh, Ambrose. When he introed the Miz and Maurice and he said, we don't boo guests on this show. <laughs> That's very Russell Brand of him. Um, I like the part where Chris Jericho was like, and my guest, this sexy beast. And I wonder, sexy beast pinata is what I wanted to add. Uh, I did enjoy that. The new jacket of Jericho. That was great. Try it on, man. How great was Miz opening the bottom rope for Maurice? It was great. <laughs> oh, my God. That awkward staring moment with Miz and Jericho, though. Jericho is like, I love that the two superstars who love to turn their names into puns started off the show. Yeah. What was it that Miz said? He was like, it's a TV. And then Jericho was like, no, it's the Jeritron 5000. And Miz just stared at him and went, it's a TV. <laughs> I don't know. Ambrose, Ambrose with those hand gestures to the, um, the ring crew, mm-hmm. like made no sense at all. It was so great. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I really. It was a fun segment. I don't know. Ambrose, Ambrose has been in a dog collar hardcore match and still the worst thing he's ever done is tear up Jericho's jacket. Agreed. 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 I love how Renee was like, that's where our Christmas lights went <laughs> on Twitter. I was like, bless her that's little great. heart. Um, uh, Jericho, honestly, that was so adorable. He puts Maurice on the list at the end of the... Uh, just for being married to Miz. Just for being married to the Miz. That was honestly really fucking adorable, though, when he was like, bad things happened last time I got a present, and I went, why is my heart breaking? And the, I think the crowd actually went, Aw. oh. yeah, it was really sad. I was like, this is really fucking adorable. Like, Jericho is adorable. Like, adorable is Jericho. <laughs> I don't know, man. Did he shoot the blue steel look after he put that jacket on? Was that just me? He did it. <laughs> He did, but then he also did it later, like when they had that backstage segment. I have no idea what's happening, but I'm fine with it. I don't care. How how much do you want to bet he couldn't spell Maurice's name when he put her name on the list? He probably couldn't. Because he can't spell Stephanie for some reason. But, yeah. We had Matt Hardy taking on Sheamus. It was a it was a match. God damn it. What? Cesaro killed Cesaro Zaro. getting angry at the end of the Kilt match. Killed Zaro. Yes. Angry Swiss man. Yes. Angry, angry indeed. Kurt Angle tells The Miz he has to find a partner. Bro isn't down with cordless phones, apparently. No, he's not. <laughs> Which is, I mean, should probably get with the program on that. Also, Callisto. That was great. Just calling him Callisto. Callisto. Did I'll you, deal with Callisto later. Did you hear The Miz call kurt angle ms gm no i didn't he called him that. the ms gm that's great <laughs> it's even better so kurt angle says the Miz has to find a partner to battle ambrose and jericho in the main event more on that later we had a uh, fun little 205 tag team match tjp and neville taking on jack gallagher and austin aries you know i don't really know if anything special happened but it was fun i couldn't see it obviously braun Strowman taking on kalisto in a dumpster match jojo when she introduced that like the the dumpster match she sounded like she wasn't even sure what she was saying was right like that's how ridiculous it was i mean i agree with her i don't, I don't know. know i don't know if what she's saying was that, right either that was a bad dumpster thing uh Kali- Kalisto and angle backstage <laughs> was just really hard to watch <laughs> the heelest thing Braun has ever done so far is compare the audience to Kalisto. Yes, you're all just like him. <laughs> it's the worst. I absolutely love it. I don't know. So Kalisto had... has Darth Maul gear now. Yeah, new nasty Kalisto music. He has new music. <laughs> I hate it. It's really bad. It's so bad. And I laughed really hard. One might say it is dumpster music it is dumpster music <laughs> i laughed very hard when Callisto won the match did you see the Callisto kid there was no. a kid dressed like Callisto, and i was like Callisto kid party of one <laughs> like <laughs> it's just him actually i like Callisto. he just shouldn't talk <laughs> he did a good garbage thing he did and then he got a good garbage choke slam dude where he picked him up off the ground one-handed and almost murdered him 
What an underwhelming stipulation, though, considering... Falling into a garbage can? No, he... Braun basically just got knocked into a bucket. Like, that's how big he is. Like, did you see him? He just, like... like It's almost like he got dumped into a kiddie yeah, pool. Like, basically. it wasn't even a dumpster in his size comparison. But, like, that's so funny. Kalisto wins. Braun Strowman... Knocks over. the holy shit out of him he and knocks the the dumpster like off, off the, the thing and i can't help but thinking do you think braun shook all of his presents violently at christmas probably okay but yeah he knocks Callisto in the dumpster off the stage which is a a callback to i i guess it was a 97 raw when um chainsaw charlie and cactus jack what a name were dumped <laughs> by the new age outlaws off of the stage and it was like a whole big segment thing we had to do. It was crazy. And the the other surprising thing that was also crazy was the we want Roman chance slash Roman sucks chance. So now Roman Reigns is confirmed the greatest wrestler of all time because he's getting John Cena, John Cena chance. Yeah, basically. Ah. Bray Wyatt came out and he said some things. Calm the fuck down. Randy's on a different show. Get over it. Do you think he knows Randy's on a different show? Like, do you even think he knows what shows he's on? He's just in this no. cloudy room all the time. This cloudy room all the time. Do you, I don't know, man. I still don't know what a House of Horrors match is. And this I, was on Raw. I feel like the House of Horrors match is going to be like... Um, <laughs> All I'm thinking of is just the tackiest parts of the Haunted Mansion ride. Like, that's all I'm thinking of. So it's just going to be terrible. It's oh, fucking god-awful. Are you kidding? It's going to be fucking terrible. Better or worse than Asylum Match? Not sure. I don't know. That Asylum Match was, was so bad. pretty fucking bad. We had Gallows and Anderson talking backstage with Suit Moa Joe. They're going to team up, and they're going to take on Seth Rollins and Big Cass and Enzo. Which got totally cut out of... The Hulu thing. They cut out that match? Yeah. I was really mad when I saw that they cut it out. What? Okay, so... I was really pissed. Enzo gets laid out at the beginning of the match. Good. And Rollins and Cass need to find a new partner. So Kurt Angle says, I have a new partner for you. It's Finn Balor. So we had Gals and Anderson and Samoa Joe taking on Seth Rollins, Big Cass, and Finn Balor. Uh, this match was fun. I mean, it's a different matchup. I yeah, with I a bunch of it. great people. 100% agree. And at the end of this match, which I'm sad that you didn't get to see this I'm match. I'm pissed. I'm legit pissed. Is uh, Seth Rollins teases the pedigree, and then he goes, no, I'm not going to do the pedigree. I'm going to do my new finishing maneuver. And the internet was up in arms about this finishing maneuver, and I didn't think it was that bad. Was it the zigzag? No, because nothing is worse than the zigzag. <laughs> it was a rainmaker knee, so which would be, I guess you would call it a zip. I can't remember what they what the technical name for it is. So it's um, you you go behind your opponent, you grab this arm. You, you're not looking. You're not looking. No, I am. You grab this arm and you turn them around. So they are facing. That you. sounds like a wonderful back crack position. And he and he knees them in the face. It looked fine. It's easy to reverse. Anybody can take it. I don't have a problem with it. Get over it, everyone. Yeah, internet. It's not the pedigree. It's not a curb stomp. You're never fucking getting the curb stomp. I know. Oh. Next up, we had Alexa Bliss. You just made the list. And they were chanting what at Alexa Bliss. And Alexa Bliss said, Alexa Bliss is the best. Say what? And everyone said what? Because they're stupid morons. <laughs> and Alexa Bliss is the best. <laughs> Bailey came out. Fired it out in this segment. Yeah. Bailey Dude. came out. And then Sasha came out. And then we had part 3000 of the Bailey Sasha sideshow. And I was, this is great. I just really enjoyed it. Then we had Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. And I kind of wish we had saved that for like another pay per view because I feel like these two could have. I feel like it was a fun meh. match. It was meh. But I feel like they could do better. Yeah. Next up, we had a, a backstage segment with Chris Jericho and Dean Ambrose. Dude. And we found out that Dean Ambrose unmade the list. The The award for gutsiest Ambrose move, to be honest, is asking to be taken off the list. He unmade the list for about a minute which is still impressive but i just like the part where he was like you threw me into a pile of tags i had 69 
tax that I had to take up and he started to count them and then Ambrose was like but it was really cool I'm sorry <laughs> and then he said I wouldn't do it again probably <laughs> I did enjoy the most recent rockers comment I think because he was trying to think of a cool tag team name for them <laughs> most recent rockers was pretty great we then had a strange backstage segment with the Ms. Maurice Rhino Curtis Axel and Heath Slater where Rhino tried to give Maurice cheese and crackers and she knocked it out of his hand. Did you see the tweet where somebody said ECW Rhino would not I, have put up with this? I laughed so hard. That's like a perfectly it's put perfect. together gif. It's perfect. It's good stuff. I wish you could save gifs on Twitter. Yeah. I wish you could too. Yeah. It's the fucking worst. We then had Kurt Hawkins taking on Apollo. I'm real happy to be here, Cruz. And this match was um had the sweet sounds of dead silence. It was fucking terrible. I so bad. It was just horrifying. Nobody cares about either one of these people. Which is terrible. Apollo Cruz wins. Titus O'Neil comes out and is like, "Hey, you're part of the Titus brand now, Apollo Cruz." And Apollo Cruz is like, "What?" And that was that. Kurt Hawkins was so good on the indies, though. We had the Miz, Maurice, and Angle having a backstage segment, and Angle says, "Hey, where's your partner?" He said, "Oh, he'll be here. It's going to be great." And then the Drifter drifts on by and angle goes is that your partner he goes no that's not my partner my partner's way better than that then we had the main event his partner's like sincara <laughs> he didn't have a partner i know so it was dean ambrose and chris jericho versus the miz and nobody ever came out um except for when bray wyatt came out and kicked the shit out of everyone and that's how raw went off the air what a shitty raw yeah it was it was a pretty trash thing. Do we want to go over payback? Not particularly. Okay, we're going to skip payback. If you guys want to look for payback, just, I don't know, go look at the thing. Side note, while I was watching it, my neighbor was practicing his saxophone next door. Yeah. How's he doing? Good? Every time he fucked up, he went, yeah! And he, like, threw, like, a preteen fit. It was wow. so fucking funny. That's pretty good. Because I could hear, he's not bad at all. Like, I'm lucky, but still, every time he did messed up in what he thought was messing up, and yeah. you could hear him like frustratedly like yelling at himself, and it was <laughs> hilarious. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! SmackDown Live opens up with the wonderful Renee Young wearing a bolo tie, and with oh her, my god, with her weird long hair that I don't like, but that's just a personal and preference now. And the freaking giant rock on her finger. Did you see that they got married? I did. In, at one o'clock in the morning. Good for them. It's fucking great. In her backyard. Just because. Just because. That is so... That doesn't surprise me at all. Like, at all. Renee has Shinsuke Nakamura as her guest. And before she can ask a question, the most boring man in America, Dolph Ziggler, comes out. And he's just being a right dick. Is basically what it is, and not, nobody cares because Dolph Ziggler has outstayed his welcome. Basically, do people care more about Apollo Cruz and Kurt Hawkins? No, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> but good try. <laughs> I was just trying to see like if, if Ziggler has hit. He has because people still react to things he does. Okay. No, but everyone just apparently. When are they going to release Apollo Cruz? I don't think they will. We're not there yet. Okay. It's such a shame because he's great. He is great. And we will talk about Apollo Cruz. Called him up way too early. We'll talk about him a little yeah. bit more when we get to the questions. Also, Papa Roach did the payback song. Yeah. This is going to end badly. Papa Roach is not bad. I stand by that statement. Their second album was fantastic. You know whose albums are great? Jamiroquai. We J had this conversation. Confirmed. Confirmed. Jamiroquai's new album is fantastic. You guys should listen to it. It is like, it's so good. I listen to it weekly. Really? Yes. Wow. But it, you can listen to Sublime's album just no. once and then be good for like the next five years. Yeah, because Sublime isn't that good. Sublime's Take terrible. that to the bank. Yep. What up? Anyway, uh, some fighting happens and some stuff happens and Ziggler's, I don't know, who cares? He's stupid. Great analysis here. <laughs> We had AJ Styles, and he came out and he said, you know what I need? I just started my day. I would enjoy a big breakfast. So he got a big breakfast. 
This match wasn't bad. Yes, I said something positive. Oh, my God. My favorite part, though, is just I can't remember what commentator said. They're like, it's going to be trending. Hashtag uh, the new face of America. And I'm like, I'm going to make it hashtag the new face of America is Canadian. (laughs) Yes, because that's true. I will do it as a thing. I that match was actually quite good. Yeah, it was. And then I think Sami Zayn has like skanked his way onto my list. I think I have a crush on Sami Zayn. You just made the list. You guys, Sami Zayn's on my list. I I have a crush on Sami. My Zane. God, so many things are happening during this big breakfast AJ Styles match. So many things. Compliments. People being added to the list, dude. We since the we haven't recorded, but I I did publicly say on Twitter, Mojo Rally has shot up to number three on my list. You just made the list. I will go. not take that back. Mojo Rally is adorable. If Tim Donson didn't agree to marry me, Mojo Rally would probably be number two on my list. Wow, you what heard, a time! You heard it here and only here, folks. And and what a time indeed. I'm just, I didn't hear anything after you said this match wasn't that bad and Baron Corbin was in it. Yeah. I'm over the moon. I am, much like the Jamiroquai song, on cloud nine. <laughs> match was great. AJ Styles wins. Kevin Owens on commentary. Always good. Such, Making fun of Byron. Such an A show. Said he misses Michael Cole. That's how much he He hates. did start with a compliment to Byron, though. He tries. He, he tries. tries. Just for a little bit. He tries. We had the, as I like to call it, a tag team match of the Forgotten's American Alpha. Such a shame. Who just let the air out of that balloon versus the newly repackaged colognes, which I am very excited about. No yeah. more of this shining stars bullshit. I enjoyed this match. I did too. It was a lot of fun. Honestly, there was no way it could be bad. No. I think this showcases how good the tag team division for SmackDown can be. And this and we saw four teams um on this show and we didn't even see the Usos wrestle. So Yeah, they're th- good. I feel like they're getting their stuff I together. Think this is good. I think this is this was a fun match. Amer- it was a beat the clock challenge. We- more on that later. <laughs> American Alpha won, I think, in five yes. minutes. A little over five like minutes, yes. Uh, Rusev says he hates all of SmackDown Live. I'm going to call him. Including. Oh, including what? Daniel Bryan and dad, Shane. Shame. And he says he will only come to SmackDown Live if he gets a WWE championship match at Money in the Bank. And I, you know what I say to that? When you're as handsome as Rusev is, you get anything you want. Handsome Ruru. I'm just going to call him Ruzy Q from now on. Ruzy Q has a great nickname. Because if it works for RuPaul, it works for Handsome Rusev. Handsome Rusev. Give him, Q. Give him that title shot. Handsome Ruzy Q. Give him the title <laughs> shot. We had a backstage interview with Becky Lynch that was interrupted by the new supergroup of Tamina, Natalia, Carmella... And James Ellsworth, and they said, James sh- Ellsworth, uh, James all have Ellsworth, uh, oh wow, they all, <laughs> jeez, what a time. They all try to get Becky Lynch to join their little posse, but she doesn't end in an uh, she doesn't end in an uh, but they still would, they said, you should join us and not be friends with Charlotte. What she- is your selling point? Natalia. I don't. I'd honestly. James Ellsworth would be my selling point. I would hang out with James Ellsworth in your finest gym jams. In my, bring me your <laughs> finest pajama bottoms. That's still. <laughs> that's the best. That's so good. Then we had Randy Orton, the WWE Champion, Randy Orton taking on Eric Rowan, and Eric Rowan has gotten a lot better. Yes, I am very excited for this. This match was fun. It was a no DQ match. Uh, you know, beeping and booping around. <laughs> beeping and a booping. <laughs> and uh, Randy Orton ends up winning and newly crowned number one contender. What kind of world are we living Do in not right hinder, now? Jinder Mahal comes out and he says, hey, I'm going to I'm going to punch you, Randy Orton. And Randy Orton's like, fine, do it. He's like, fine, I'll get the Bollywood boys to punch you and then they just punched him a bunch and then they took the belt 
And they drove away in a limousine. Which I reminded me of the whole getaway just reminded me of that one episode of Gentleman's Club where Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy break Swamp Monster out of um, out of uh, uh, Condor Security Prison. And they're running down the street and hop into the bed of a truck and just like shrieking, laughing and flipping them <laughs> off. That's honestly all I remember. But is Jinder Mahal going to get a Mahal Stole My Heart and or title? Sure. He better. I am 100% down. Taj Mahal of my heart. With with Jinder Mahal. <laughs> and I'm also 100% down with this little stable he has with the Bollywood boys. We'll talk <laughs> more on that later. We then had, and I just have, ha 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 ha, the Ascension versus Brizongo, <laughs> a bunch of exclamation points. And then I just, my only note is number one. <laughs> Dude, apparently Ascension's still a thing, but can we just talk about that opening corkscrew uppercut? That was actually super sick. He fucking killed him. That was so good. The Ascension, they're a good tag team. It's just nobody cares about them. Terrible. No, it was great too. You know, the Ascension would be really good if they spoke in incoherence. (laughs) They just need a manager. And I've been even then I've been saying that. Even then that would take a lot of work. It would be better if they had a manager. Holy shit, though. That match wasn't terrible. No. Brizongo, number one contenders, and they will be taking on the new nasty Usos at some I'm point. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm down. I'm 100% I'm so down. fucking down. I didn't it, get to watch Talking Smack, but it looked very awkward with it ha- them, well, and I wanted duh. to see it. I wanted to watch it, but I, I didn't get I to like it. how they've taken two people who were singles wrestlers and had enough personality by themselves, but couldn't make it on a bigger stage and put them into a tag team which is what i feel you're gonna probably need to do with somebody like apollo cruz i agree i 100 percent agree put them in a tag team with somebody because their personalities can't aren't strong enough by themselves there's only so many mizzes we can handle very true miz has enough personality for like way too many people indeed all hail miz next up we had the main event which was Naomi defending the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship against Charlotte Flair. And this match was fine, but why, why, stupid DQ? Don't do that to me. Switching up the rosters and just putting the women that were in the title scene right back into the title scene was weird to me. It is a little weird, but I mean, at least it, they it's did have... not changing the plot whatsoever, almost. Yeah, but I mean, they did have the number one contendership, at least, so it's not just like, she's over here now, and now she's the champion. At least there was a buffer match in between. I loved the backstage part with Naomi, where she basically was like, bitch, who does she think she is? But she had to censor herself, and I was yeah. like, girl, just let it go. Just be like, bitch. But no, she came out looking like the blacklight Betty Spaghetti, and I did not know what to do with my <laughs> Myself. dude yeah. what the fuck uh crowd chance for becky lynch becky lynch never comes out so now we have to go will they won't they are they gonna punch each other are they gonna hug each other and then glow punch- fire glow fire <laughs> that's oh my god the best naomi's so good though honestly she's yeah. so good it was a fun match up until the dq 205 live did you watch 205 live no all right, uh, we tech- here we go. This is 205 Live. We had Rich Swan and Akira Tozawa taking on Noem Dar. You just made the list! And oh. the Brian Kendrick. Kendrick was wearing his Easter gear a bit too late. Match was fun. Tozawa and Swan won, and we got lesson number three. What do you mean by Easter gear? It was just pastels. Didn't he wear pastels like a while? Mm. Oh, oh. He just oh. He looks like a Fabergé egg half the time. We had Mustafa Ali. You just made the list. Taking on Tony Nese. So I skipped the match and did not watch it. That was good. I'm glad I have this. <laughs> I just popped Marianne real good. She's just, that's the end of the show. You can Tony like Nese should just be silenced, though, to be honest. Uh, main event was Jack Gallagher taking on Neville. It was a fun match. Obviously, Neville wins. Blue to blop. <laughs> on to NXT. I'm sorry. That was so good. <laughs> On to uh, NXT. Oh, right. NXT has new music. And it's super bad. And a new opening. Everyone says the music is very it's bad. It's fucking awful. Is it? I it's didn't think so it was that bad. bad. Did I you like the video, though? I thought it. the video was good. They had to upgrade. Everyone's on they, the main they, roster. Uh, they upgraded it, but I, I, I feel like it looks more cartoony. 
Like right. it's kind of cartoonish. I mean, I didn't really have a big problem with either one of them. Even the music, I was like, all right, this is fine. But there's I, no laser pews. <laughs> actually, it's good because then I don't think I'm having a brain aneurysm <laughs> when they subtly change the music. Uh, Nikki Cross is in the ring. She's fucking insane. And she calls out Ruby Riot, and she, then fighting ensues. Dude, the Scottish accent really complements her insanity, though. Yeah, like it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it uh, wouldn't translate nearly as well. Like, that's what Bray needs, a cool accent, like a cool, legitimate accent. Like, her insane accent, like her Scott, her, like her, legitimately the way she speaks Mm -hmm. makes her seem more insane. Bray is just boring as fuck. You know what, Nikki Cross? You just made the list! Yeah, definitely. Dude, and she's grungy as fuck. Definitely. Dude, my favorite part was Drake Younger single-handedly pulling Nikki away when it took (laughs) five refs just to get a hold of one of them. Well, he's... Drake Younger. He's Drake Younger. Um, Jesus Christ, Nigel, though, what a fucking metaphor. What was his metaphor? The two ships passing in a storm. And he just said it, and he was like, but they won't pass one another. And I was like, what the fucking hell? Oh, Nigel, you're the fucking man. (laughs) What the hell is that? You're so great. Oh, man. We then had Andrade Cien Almas taking on Drew McIntyre. This match was fun. Almas doesn't care about anything. The only thing Drew cares about is kicking him in the face. Tom Phillips with a Tranquilo drop, though. Hell yeah, Tom Phillips. I kept saying Tranquilo to Keith when we were in Disneyland. He was getting all pissy with like the lines and stuff, and I was like, Keith. Just look at my hat. Tranquilo. Tranquilo. Um, I match. think I like Drew's music, but I haven't quite decided yet. Nigel sounds exactly, and I've said this multiple times, exactly like a soccer commentator. Like, he is the Martin Tyler of the WWE. They sound exactly the same. That being said, if I'm just going to compare commentators to soccer commentators, JBL's fucking Taylor Twelman. Take that reference and run with it. Chris probably got that reference. Yeah, me too. Taylor Twelman is the fucking worst. He's bad, apparently. You know what else is he, bad? He is he is JBL, basically. You know what else is bad? A 25-minute Who is Roderick Strong segment. I just called it Shitty Little Boots, a biopic. <laughs> I didn't watch it, mainly because I, I already know who Roderick Strong is. I was like, cool. I've been watching this guy since like 2003. I, I don't like, fucking care. I was like, I know who this guy is. I was like, I just want to chant, fuck you, Roddy, all the time. Like, we know who he is. He wears shitty little boots. Like, honestly, it better. It's a biopic just called Shitty Little Boots. God, I wish. I fucking wish. We then had Kona Reeves taking on Alistair. (laughs) Alistair Black. Sorry, I couldn't hold it in. Everything about Alistair Black, the way he is presented, the way he is Alistair Black, his music, his entrance, everything about it is the goddamn best. I have he already s- has um, Rob Schamberger art, art, artwork. Yeah, I saw that. Um, Holy cow, Tommy, hug a bunny. Shit. I just love it. I love it so, so much. And He's I was, so great. I was telling a uh, friend of the show, Richard, today, I, just, I was like, I just love everything they do with Aleister Black. And when I watch him like make an entrance, I feel like I did the first time I found out who Raven was. Wow. Yeah. John's having a moment. Yeah, I am. Dude, but Tommy End. Tommy End fucking dudes up. Dude, with his his little moon tattoo on his face. I absolutely just love everything. It's great. But anyways, he killed Keanu Reeves. He did. He killed him. Uh, new backstage girl loves to talk out of the side of her mouth. <laughs> what was the backstage one? Oh, it was... It her- was her talking to um, Heidi... Who we already knew was great in interviews and she fucking kicked ass. But this new chick whose last name is like St. Cloud or something, she talks out of the side of her mouth and it's fucking annoying. Well, we can't all be perfect. They all suck because none of them are Renee. Speaking of suck, we didn't get this Ruby Riot Nikki Cross match and I was a little upset. They just. They did go fucking ape shit on each other. They just beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, but they did. Like, there's a difference between like like divas level beating the shit out of each other and legitimately oh, like no, it I, took like six people to restrain yeah. nikki cross and she was in like that was insane oh no i i agree i was just um yeah that was disappointing i was like oh man why why you do this me and then oscar in regal's office and he's talking to her and she's doing exactly what somebody who has no idea what he's saying 
yes. does just stares and smiles and nods her head. Yes, basically. Like, legitimately has no clue what he's saying. It was great. <laughs> now, we had the main event, which was for the WWE United Kingdom Championship. It was Jack Gallagher taking on the champion, Tyler Bate. This is a lot of fun. Tyler Bates' theme is some slapping bass. It's basically like Sledgehammer. Basically. Yeah, which he is great. is like already has insane like One Direction level fans. <laughs> like Tumblr fucking is obsessed with Tyler Bates. Really? Yes. Tumblr Tyler is obsessed Bate? with Tyler Bates and um, Pete Dunne. Tyler, Tyler As they should Bate. be because Pete Dunne is the best. No, 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 no. Tyler Bates. Tyler Bates. Tyler, Tyler Bates. I just want to start singing Darkwing Duck. Um, when they were when she was announcing the match, I legitimately thought that they cut like they were filming a shot in black and white until I realized that Jack Gallagher really is that white, <laughs> and the lights just made it washed everything out, and I le- it legitimately looked like it was in black and white. Wow! Like it was so bad. Oh, I was like, goodness. I will never be that bad ever. But I also just noticed. They both have shitty little boots. They just hide it with tall socks. They, tall da- they hide it with tall dad socks. Tall dad socks. Tall dad socks, like a la Mark Andrews. This match was fun. I rather enjoyed it. Dude, imagine Full Sail, though, watching a PWG match. Like, if they were that impressed with the bendy grappling, imagine <laughs> them with the finger snaps and headstand back, back bends. It would just blow their minds. Just blow their minds. Also, the three thing needs to stop. Yeah, I agree. I hate it. They just started doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, where are you? No. But Tyler Bate retains. Fun match. Jack Gallagher headbutts everyone. And I think someone needs to tell him that head trauma statistically can lead to psychosis. True. This is true. Psychosis. Um, pretty good wrestler. So not that bad. Did you, and in the end, it showed um, Pete Dunne. The only yeah, being important. super sour. Do you think he scowled the whole time? His lip was twitching at the end. I paused it and was laughing so fucking hard. I assume hard. he... Uh, and then Mark Andrews looking like top-notch adorable. His episode of Officer and a Gentleman is very fucking good. It's very good. And then Tom was like listing them all off and he forgot Trent Seven and Nigel was like, um... <laughs> Also, there's Trent Seven. I was like, way to go. He caught that. But How dare dude, you? Pete Dunn was probably just scowling the whole time. Probably. He's Pete Dunn and he's the best. Questions. We have questions from the Facebook. And I will start off with Jay Tyler. And I'm going to try and say this in one take. Take one. How does one hinder a gender? Also, do you foresee a future team up with gender and Sami Zayn? Where they team up and become Ginger and Ginder? If that did happen and they both joined Tinder, how much Tinder could Ginger and Ginder Tinder if Ginger and... <laughs> fuck. If, forget it. I'm not I bet I can over. do it in one take. I'm not going to start over. If Ginger and Ginder hindered each other's Tinder so as not to become a spinster that last one was a reach jay tyler and you i'm know not that he was that. sitting this down yeah i know i feel like he like did writing an- he sitting did down and writing one. it um all i heard was sammy zane sammy zane sammy zane uh sammy zane well i mean since he <laughs> m- mentioned gender mahal so much i'm gonna say something about gender mahal uh ev- in 2017 everyone always He's like, why isn't WWE pushing anyone new? Why aren't they trying to make new people be new? Why isn't it? And then the second Jinder Mahal becomes number one contender, everyone's like, no, but somebody else, please. I think this is going to be great. I think they can say, hey, remember Muhammad Hassan? We could do that with Jinder Mahal now. How great would that be? And then I would be like, yes, I love Jinder Mahal. This would be awesome. And I never thought I'd say that. But it looks like they're going that that route right now. Um, and we also have to remember, I can't even, I don't think anybody asked about it. So nobody asked about it. So I'm just going to talk about gender. Um, the reason they're doing this is India is that they're trying to expand into India. And I also believe that India is WWE's, in Twitter followers, that's their number three. So like of location, India is number three. Mm-hmm. for them so they're trying to expand there so why the fuck not like i don't give a shit let R- randy orton's a, a 17 billion time champion let jinder mahal fucking be champion for a month who gives a shit 
It'll be great. I'm down. Let's do it. Anyway, Jay Tyler also asked, how do you feel about the brand? Uh, how do you feel the brands are succeeding or failing after the superstar shakeup? Uh, I think it's too early to tell. Same. There's there's a couple shakeups that it's like immediately you can tell the difference and it's great. Yes. But you can't. We haven't been able to really pinpoint something that could be shaky and going wrong. So like obviously Sami Zayn on SmackDown excellent idea yes rusev on smackdown excellent fucking idea Agreed. so there's like there's just some things that are already immediately taking good effect yes so we'll have to see yes we will we will see holland asks how will shibata how will losing shibata at this stage in his career hurt new japan pro wrestling so i finally watched this match the not a shibata the shibata okada match which jay tyler if you want to do Another little rhymey thing. There you go. You got two of them right there. Uh, the headbutt was vicious. I laughed when I saw it just because I was like, holy shit. It was one of those like, I'm laughing because I know what happened. And oh my God, why would you do that? And the visual was stunning, but probably not worth it because Shibata isn't cleared and probably will never be cleared to wrestle again. Because he collapsed backstage after the match and they had to Thanks, Okada. take him to the hot. Well, it's Shibata's fault. He shouldn't be yeah. hard way headbutting people. Ishii, take note, please. Jack Gallagher. No, he does it differently. He does it like the the working way, where he doesn't like actually headbutt them. Like he, he does, does it, it. He does it like a soccer header. And he kind of it's he it's a lot safer than the one Shibata and all the Japanese dudes do. Uh, do how how do I feel this will affect New Japan? Not not that much, honestly. I mean, Shibata has been around for a while. Um. I mean, it could it could affect their mid card a little bit, but I don't know. They'll find a way. They they will always find a way, and I think it'll hurt a little bit, but not that I personally would notice. And that makes it sound like I'm not a Shibata fan. I am. I just that's just how it goes. Shibata's also not Naito. He is also not Naito. If it, if this was Naito, I'd be like, New Japan should just fold now and never. They should never run another show. John would be so upset. You I guys. would be. Uh, Jim. Kevin Owens knew the Face of America entrance video best or bestest? Um, bestest. <laughs> For sure. It's just his face. More bestest. And it just says the Face of America. It's the be- it's great. It's a Canadian. Oh, Jim did ask, how long do you predict the uh, Jinder Mahal Bollywood Boys push will last? I would say it's going to last. It will either last up until his match that he has. Or a month after that. Let's just put it that way. Okay. He also said, uh, what should be done with the glorious nation of Uha? I mean, Apollo Crews, the happiest swole man on the planet. I don't know. Marianne suggested a tag team. I think that's a good idea. Do I think that tag team should be with Titus O'Neil? No. No, I don't think so. Their their styles do not complement each other at all. Honestly, I think the tag team should be Kalisto and Apollo Crews. Oh, wow. I think that would be very good. Because Apollo Crews, despite his size, is like... A flippy little boy. Full of air. Yes. I think that, but, and I feel like Apollo can talk way better than Kalisto can, but then again, who, who couldn't? Yeah. So I think that would be a fun little tag team. I can't really think of anybody else that I would put Apollo Crews with. And I feel like somebody else asked. I'm offended nobody's talking about Mojo Raleigh. (laughs) Holland asks, um, how do you feel about pro wrestling tees offering their products at Hot Topic in July? I think it's amazing. I think this is great. Give me my indie wrestler t-shirts. Which ones specifically? Um, right now I'm hearing Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Which would be I'm I'm down. That's awesome. Good for them. If they can if they if I can get go to any hot topic and get a wrestling or like an indie wrestler shirt, I am one hundred percent down. Yeah. Because sorry, PWT, sometimes your shit takes very long to get. It does. And if I can just go to the store and get it, cool. Or just get it from them. Yeah. Which is better. It is. Uh, what else? You got anything else? Um, we got Chuck ATW. Taylor did my fucking favorite tweet of all time today. Which was? He tweeted, I wonder if Mojo Raleigh thinks about me as often as I think about him. <laughs> and I, t- <laughs> I quoted the tweet and I said... 
considering that Mojo Raleigh is slowly becoming one of my favorite people on planet Earth, and Chuck is my favorite person on planet Earth, God, I hope so. And Mojo Raleigh liked it, and I feel that it's like I need to say he liked my tweet. Nobody else's tagged responses from Chuck Taylor's tweet and didn't even like the original one. And I went, dude, I'm three for three in mentioning Mojo Rally and tweets and him liking them within five minutes of me tweeting them. Nice. I'm just going to brag that one out there. Nice. Are you uh, going to APW next week? Hopefully. I'm scheduled to work, but I'm trying to get it covered. All right. Please go to that. I think that would be a fun show for you. Yeah, I have to wear my really soft Carl Frederick shirt because I told him that I would. Also, it's extremely soft. What else? Um, oh, apparently I can watch wrestling at work and nobody cares. And it's great. So okay. I, I've been catching up on progress at can work. Can you tweet still? I d- no. I can wa- I'll watch and do work, but I, I don't. Tweeting is not a priority for me. But your brand. At work. At work, it is not a priority for me. My brand actually has somehow improved since I stopped <laughs> tweeting. Which is weird. People are just like, please stop tweeting. We'll follow you. Um, I'm going to DragCon this weekend, like I had mentioned, and Melina's going to be there. Yeah, you should hang out with Melina. That'd be fucking sick. Do that. I want to watch season four again because Joey Ryan's in like the second episode. Yeah, I have season four. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? Because I said every month I'll give you an update on my wrestlers of the year. And then I never derp derp. And I never did that. I think like last month and I have been uh, I've been catching up a little bit and um, here is my what do you want to do you want to know my top 10 oops you want to do top 10 I suppose Uh, coming in at 10 we have AJ Styles at 9 we have Okada 8 we have Neville 7 Tyler Bate 6 Michael Elgin 5 Mark Andrews 4 Tetsuya Naito 3 Matt Riddle to Fred, yay high, how high, yay high. Thank you. And number one with a gun is the bruiserweight, Pete Dunn. There you go. That's really? My, yeah, he's still number one. And I haven't, have yet to watch one of his progress matches. He's got a steady lead on yay high right now and pretty much everybody else. Remember Brola? We need to talk about Pete Dunn. Yes. He I fucking do. caught fire and fucking went with it. He did. Good for him. You watch all you like. I want to go back and watch King of Trios. Fucking oh, that's another great thing. Chuck Taylor tweeted about that one match at King of Trios, and he said, "Oh, I can't remember what he said." And he says, "Oh, and by the way, Pete Dunn was Swamp Monster." Okay, bye. Yeah, funny. and I lost my fucking mind because then I watched it because I know that Trent has been Swamp Monster once, but he was like, oh, by the way, Pete Dunn Swamp Monster. And then you see Swamp Monster and it's like, well, Pete Dunn can do that shit. What the hell It's weird? But then you look at like the old like backstage promos with Mark yeah. Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster and Pete Dunn. And it's like, look at little baby Pete Dunn with his new, oh, he has his nose piercing wheel Pete Dunn. And then you look at him now and he's scary as shit. Good shit. Still adorable. Good stuff. Mark Andrews hasn't aged at all. No, he is not. He he is the best. I hope one day that you can meet him. One day. One day soon. One day I'll meet all the wrestlers. And they'll be like, meet, man, why did Mark Andrews. why have we not hung out with John Pinglemore? He is great. Mark Andrews is adorable. He's so nice. So Yeah. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search tornado tag radio follow me on twitter at jp thrice and you can follow marianne on twitter sailor moon salt sorry my mom just told me that i can't borrow the car so i have to get a rental for this weekend and i'm not happy holy shit that's not good sailor moon salt breaking news this hour subscribe to us on itunes and stitcher just search tornado tag radio and rate and review us as well please that helps somehow i'm not sure but just go do that that'd be great you can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Shout out to Finally North. They do our music, soundcloud.com slash finally north or just finally north.com. Uh, head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. And actually, if you would like to listen to this podcast and many other podcasts, you should probably go over to notlg.com, which is for some reason not in the plugs, and I just thought of that today. Really? Yes. That's I, where I listen to it when I go back. Notlg.com. Someone like harshly judged me for listening to the podcast. Like they're like so vain, and I was like, "Well, how am I supposed to get better if I don't listen to the one that I've recorded?" Yeah, but very true. 
<sighs> uh, support TTR and all of the other podcasts on the Night of Living Geeks Network. Become a Patreon, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Huge shout out to Chris, Brazilian underscore Fury. He is still our reigning and defending newest Patreon. He's and, able um, to support our me and John's weirdly growing social lives. Yeah. <laughs> we do things now. I go outside. Yeah. That's um that's it. So uh you won't you won't hear from us next week. Sorry. Sorry. I mean maybe uh, we have the technology now. Maybe we eh, I'm busy on. Well, eh, nope. Never mind. You're not going to hear from us. So uh join us again at Bye some forever. point. forever. Goodbye forever. We'll never talk. <laughs> we'll never do another podcast. Um, there's only one thing left to do, so man, if you will. Ring the bell for the last time.